Yo, I'm intimidating as fuck, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's up? I'm D. Hi. Yeah, I'm Ed. Hey, I'm Ed. Well, I'm a comedian. And, uh, what would you say is your biggest credit? Uh, what would you put down? I don't know. Probably open mic, overlooked child in my large family. Overlooked child. Yeah. I'm Ed. Joins us. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. You got any so are you like the shortest in your whole family? I'm actually probably like the second tallest out of my entire folly. How do they overlook you? Well, <laughs> one, one person could overlook Figuratively you. speaking, but no, it's just so many more uh, successful, brighter children, and I'm just oh, kind of like well, the wild, random one. Could we get them for the podcast? Probably. <laughs> all right, well, temporary guests. <laughs> just go ahead and cut and get them okay, in here. We'll roll until they get here and kind of push it. I'll send them all a mass text and see if they respond. <laughs> We don't have time to respond to this. Like, <laughs> we're overlooking this guy, right? Yeah, it's true. They're gonna, you're going to call them and be like, oh, never mind. just deep. Yeah. Well, um, perks. You ever, you ever give them your name? You ever give them the D? <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, that's something that's real. I saw there's this Canadian uh, like public health ad. Because the people that in a certain area weren't getting enough vitamin D in their mm-hmm. diets. Yo. So there were billboards of like these smiling families being like, we get the D. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like a nice, culturally uh, diverse family being like, make sure you talk to your kids about getting the D. <laughs> uh, uh, one of the weirdest... Uh, oh. Canada's scandals are adorable. Jeez. Oh, the worst that I heard was... Uh, Someone like brought like some articles on like my Facebook, and they said, "D's nuts are running for president. Do you have anything to comment on this?" And I was just like, "I don't know. They're bipartisan. One goes to the left, the other one goes to the right. Why are you asking me these questions? This is weird." Yeah, that was the weirdest one. But that D's nuts. I let everybody know that my balls are Bernie Sanders. So that's so weird that both of our balls are running for president. Or is Bernie Sanders like cosplaying as your balls? No, my. You can't cosplay as those motherfuckers. They're crusty and Jewish and they hate banks. So keep the money in the mattress. Money in the Mattress by Modest Yahoo. <laughs> the new hit single coming out. Didn't Modest Yahoo like move away from like Judaism? Yeah, he when he started, he was super orthodox. Yeah, super religious. Yeah. He wears glasses, and he used to take the glasses off on stage so he wouldn't see the women that were flashing him. Really? And then he stopped doing that. And I don't want to think that it's because of the flashing, but I. 
that's a consideration. I mean, One day he got lazy and was like, "Yo, that was a lot of work." <laughs> 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 one day. That's what that song's about. When he got his his eyes checked. Yeah. Oh god. Hey, we're gonna see the ophthalmologist. We can oh, fix boy. your eyes, and they'll think you can't see those movies. But <laughs> you gotta be able to see those movies, though. I would not trust the doctor who uses the word boobies to do the surgery. Well, that's only I, if they're I, getting I, like I, a mammogram or something like that. I, but I wouldn't trust him with a woman even more. <laughs> If you're a lady and the doctor closes the door and is like, "Hey, honey, let me get a look at them boobies," are you gonna? It's like I sprained my wrist. <laughs> yeah, I sprained my wrist. What's going on right I now? You're gonna say that you sprained your tits. <laughs> <laughs> I sprained my tits the other day. Threw them out. Threw them out. Get them back in alignment. <laughs> One's over my shoulder like a continental soldier. <laughs> that was your original song. Yeah. Your tits hang on. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, boy, this has gotten off to a funny random start. Yeah, I'm, I'm, this underscores our need for a female guest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Just three dudes talking about titties and everything. Yeah. Nothing sadder than three <laughs> dudes talking about tits. Oh, That's what we just diverted all the way down to cave people. <laughs> hey. I, I was really thinking like, what if podcast best, what if cavemen had a podcast if cavemen had a podcast what are the best cosmic cosmetic like, cosmic cosmetic surgeon in the world a oh. cosmic cosmetic surgeon yeah a, a cosmetic surgeon for in the world. world no in this world oh okay just the best we got to offer just the best we got to offer called breast boobies <laughs> <laughs> yeah like like the guy that who's hey I'm big boobies <laughs> Or like it would have to be like the mastectomy doctor, right? Oh, bam! That that got way too. <laughs> okay, let's go. I'm not saying you have to cut it off right now, but cut it out. Yeah. Oh, jeez, I shouldn't have said that. We don't get chopped. That's the thing that happens in that show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Chopped off. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought they went overboard on the circumcision, but you know that's the. Oh yeah. I mean, Game of Thrones are really like ahead of the times. Um, yeah, so you're like totally caught up now? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah, buddy. See, we talked about this. I'm a nerd who read the books yeah. before there was a TV show. Um, now, when you guys were talking to girls. The, uh, no, I'm a nerd that got like nerd shamed by actual nerds about not reading the books. And then I just read like a bunch of the Wikipedia pages after I watched an episode. You know, I was just like, yo. I respect that hustle. I was like, yo, I'm, a, I'm like ahead of the curve. That's like, I already I know what's going to happen in the next book. The Dune books? I had a friend who was really into Dune. Yeah. Uh, and I read the first one. Great book. Shout out Frank Herbert. <laughs> Down in hell. And, uh,. <laughs> All good writers go to hell, just so you know, that's a thing. Um, and then there were like 35 after books that were written by like him and his son. Uh, mm-hmm. And I didn't want to read them, so I read the synopsis on Wikipedia, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I kind of get it. Mm, true. And if you've watched the show. But they're different now. And now, when the show starts... Oh, this is a whole around. new world of like Game yeah, of Thrones, which I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God damn it! I hate walking into like fucking puns and like bullshit. Oh, then you were on the wrong podcast. Yeah, that's all that's gonna happen for the next forty minutes. Oh, didn't you like uh, have some Facebook a comment pretty recently on something I posted about like snow puns or some shit? No, I posted a snow pun and you like subtweeted me. Oh, on Facebook, you sub Facebooked me. I commented on your Facebook status. Okay. Whoa. 
<laughs> Technology is getting crazy, dude. You know what? We were going to talk about hip hop later, and this is a little bit of a Kanye Wiz Khalifa situation. Because Yo, we got I am in the wrong. That was my favorite part. <laughs> Kanye did no research and was like, oh, I've got a 19 tweet destruction to drop on Wiz Khalifa. Just you like, wouldn't have a child if it wasn't for me. I, it was I like, holy shit. He also said he wears cool pants. Yeah, he's, he's like, like <laughs> I'm wearing skinny jeans, cool. <laughs> I for us. Me and Cuddy <laughs> used to do that together. Yeah. Like, I would be hate to be Kid Cuddy right now because he's just probably like sitting there. He's like, yo, Kanye, please stop bringing me into this. I didn't have anything to no, say to like, this. Kid Cudi strikes me as the kind of guy who like never <laughs> worried about anything. He mm. just like, everything just ends up going well for him. Yeah, he's just sitting yeah. around and somebody's like, Kanye's talking shit. And he's like, chill man, we got... I'm on a beach. TED Talk like, yeah, next yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> like, Give a TED Talk on <laughs> the coolest backpacks. <laughs> anyway, uh, shout out to Kid Cudi and yeah. Frank Herbert. Those are our two shout outs for this episode. Yeah. Boom. Not on our shit list. Uh, oh wait, we're gonna talk about gross cocktails. I I want to talk about one thing. Uh, why is no one talking about Amber Rose having Kanye's poo poo on her finger? Like she, well, apparently Kanye likes it one knuckle deep. Like that's cool, that's I guess. Like, but she had poo poo on her finger at one point, and no one's talking about that. Oh, hold on, how do you know for a fact? This is true. Well, I, I mean, this is all my finger. Kanye seems like he would eat a high fiber diet. He raps about how he's uh, eating good vegetarian with the brown rice. Oh yeah, so you're right. Fiber you're right. has got to be good. I mean, so that guy's his nutritionist is pretty like. I'm sure he's taking down. If I was oh, yeah. rich, most of my day would be shitting out the extracting food I mean, the rest of the day. This goes back to like that whole Dave Chappelle episode <laughs> where he's just like, "Why do you uh, like eat gold flakes on your food? <laughs> Shit makes my dookie twinkle." Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Maybe she had dookie twinkling gold. Well, what's funny is I think I think nobody's thinking about it. Because they're assuming it's like gone. What, what if it's still under Amber her Rose fingernails? A little plastic baggie of Kanye shit. It's hard to clone him with <laughs> Jurassic Kanye Park. <laughs> Get at me, oh. every major movie studio. Let's make this movie. Twenty-six feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's funny about that whole thing? on the grill. Sun and shades don't leave his face, man. Oh, my oh. God. And, yeah, and just lumbering around. <laughs> he walks around here. And then there's a pack of his ah! like, Khalifas that he eats. That's like ah. the ones he hunts for his sustenance. Jesus. the goat that they lower down. <laughs> I actually thought it was... Hashtag wavy. If it was a Hashtag wavy. <laughs> <laughs> If it wasn't Kanye, I don't think he would have been able to get away with it. Like, he was straight up super wrong. Oh, yeah. But he also, like... It was... Everybody who can can stand Kanye likes to see him do the freak out. Yes, it's amazing. And once you saw it live... Like, stop paying attention to Kanye West. Once you saw it live when he was on, like, Sway, it it was... (laughs) You don't have the answer, Sway. Like, that was... uh, That was... Poetry in like human form. See, I was like, this is amazing. Did you see his like interaction with like the TMZ guy today? 
I, apparently the, he said like don't ask me about like whiskey or something like, in like the nicest way oh wow it, so he was like because this is this is why if you like Kanye you like him because he does something incredibly ostentatiously rude and then acts humble oh wow and he's like oh I didn't mean to stir anything up I just tweeted to the 12 million people that followed me to get my butts out. That's a small country. Like, yeah. I feel like he doesn't realize that. He wasn't on the top 10 list. That's what we did at one point. We did the top 10 Twitter. I don't know. Oh, top 10 Twitter, up. like? Nah, we didn't put that up. Yeah, the, 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 do you guess, guess who has the most people, the most followers on Twitter without looking? It's probably Justin Bieber. Mm. Oh, but uh, it might be Lady Gaga or something like 10, that. So is she. No, you're closer to Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is Lady probably Gaga. Beyonce. It is not Beyonce, and we didn't no. talk about that, but that's shocking. Really? Yeah. It's, uh, uh, what, I don't know. Do you want to keep guessing? Uh, no. No, I, I mean. It's Katy Perry. Oh, Katie yeah. Perry over Beyonce. Fireworks. And uh, second I could is, see uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, once you think to, like, their actual markets, like, who they appeal to is, like, teenage girls, and that's, like, heavy Twitter users and influencers. I mean, Beyonce just appeals to fucking everyone, because she's, like, Beyonce. Right. Queen Bay. But I don't... I can't believe that she's actually not fucking number one. That's... Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I don't follow her on Twitter. I don't need. I mean, neither. That's actually a great point. Do you know what it is? It's that Beyonce's. She's beyond Twitter. Yeah. If, if something happens with Beyonce, I'm gonna hear about it, and I don't, I'm uh-huh. not plugged into the Bayhive. Shocking as that is to hear. You know, she was on like a, this. Awful, awful show called Lip Sync Battle, and she Channing Tatum. Yeah, her being on that made that one of the highest viewed like YouTube videos in months, and it's crazy. Do you think we could get Beyonce to do this podcast? Oh, easy. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I'm related to her. Yeah, probably. Oh yeah, yeah. someone distant. Kevin Titty, Beyonce Knowles. She's from Houston. Yeah. Yeah, got family out there. Um. The funniest part of that is imagine, imagine Beyonce coming to this house and sitting down in a... <laughs> she would just power walk the shit that. out of here and then just sit down yeah. and ask me questions. Like two dudes with earpieces just in the other chairs just being like, we're just here to chill. Who do you think is a more protected like a public figure? Is it Beyonce or Michelle Obama? Definitely Michelle Obama because... Less people want to kill Beyonce. Do you Maybe think it's that's true? Appreciate a song, I think. Uh, you know what I mean? Or they, they like it's not as important. But there are some fucking nutjobs, racists who are super upset that a black woman is the first lady. That's actually and so yeah, I like they are sense. more motivated. Beyonce has more goodwill. I, I thought you were gonna say Obama. Well, no, Barack Obama. Well, like, yeah, but yeah, if it's Obama, like, uh, yeah. yeah. Obama's definitely way more protected. Less. Not that there's no ill will, because, like, you know, John Lennon got shot. So many hey, people dude. got... Oh, sorry, Kevin's on the phone. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh. All right. Okay, how's oh, it going? He's come through. Yeah, why not? I'll, I'll go ahead. All right, yeah, that'll be really fun. Okay, I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> All right. All right, no problem. All right, bud. Love you. All right, so Beyonce's on her way. Wait, you already have D's entire family. <laughs> Listen, I know no, you said, said you want to get her here. I told you we're related. I'll end this camera call. 
<laughs> Might as well. I, I mean, she's a big star, but we're not gonna bump Dee's entire family. No, I mean they're they're violent sometimes. So somebody's, somebody's at the door. Hold on, you, you get that. Go grab that. Yeah. Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. So, hey, how you doing, the relative? Oh, see you later. <laughs> What's up, Max? What's up, D? It's Queen B. How's it going, Beyonce? It's nice to meet you. Sorry, I am. I'm well. I'm very stunned. As well, you should be. Uh, my relative Kevin just called me on the phone and was he's like, hey, hey, Beyonce, come on down to this podcast. They want you here. We oh, heard man. that part of the conversation and he didn't even say that. No. Yeah, I mean, we, we speak in tongues. Your family. <laughs> yeah, it's a real telepathic, like almost text messaging or something. Yeah, so we're nearby <laughs> or like, I'm everywhere. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Why, why wouldn't you be? Hmm. Because I got things to do. Oh, understood, Beyonce. That makes sense. I mean, uh, yeah. So I can't help but notice that you, Kevin, said that you were his relative, and you said uh, you were his relative, but you didn't actually get to how you're related. Oh, uh, I'm, kind of vague. I'm from Houston. He has a lot of family. <laughs> and what about you, Beyonce? I have family in that region. I'm from there. So, so we're related. Do you are related to everybody from Houston? Hmm. Well. Yeah, me? I'm related to everybody everywhere. He was born in Houston, right? I'm pretty sure Jeremy Lin was too, but I'm not yeah. so sure. <laughs> yeah, they were born there. We were all born there. We were all born on Earth. That's one place. <laughs> sure. All bees in the hive, and I'm the queen. <laughs> so Beyonce, could you tell us about uh, Blue Ivy's diet right no, now? Man, I gotta go. I'm They're vegan. Wait, 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 come back. Oh, say it again. Come on, you come on, on my podcast. You get a decent interview. You guys are vegan, right? I remember that Jay Z and Beyonce had to fire a couple of their personal oh, chefs yeah. because they went vegan. Really? Which is funny because. We, we don't That's like what a recession looks like in their household. They're like, we gotta cut back on all these personal chefs. Only three. Oh, well, man. It was it was a funny story. Kanye had just got his booty played with, and he came to the kitchen. Okay, Beyonce, let's not get gross. Well, I thought this is a friendly podcast, but we're friendly. all yeah. friendly. Yeah, I mean, it's... That's our motto and our only rule. And we're all friends here, so it's okay. It's just us gossip. You guys are friends. We're girls. We gossip. <laughs> this is crazy. Anyway, <laughs> the, the queen was talking, and she was saying that... You mean you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? It's anyway. Just wanted to clarify. Kanye just, you know, stuffed with his booty, walked out in the kitchen, and was like, hey, I got this clothing line where we're going to look homeless. And really expensive. It's just you a lot of brown. Like you're homeless, so we can like oh. so rich. Are you freaking? That we're poor again. Three six. Huh? Are you freaking? Where you freaking? Where you like go around to dumpsters and you only eat food that you can get for free? Oh, that's called foraging. Yeah. Foraging is like what in the wild. But this is like, no, 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 no. Urban no, foraging. It's, it's pronounced foreign. It's spelled foreign. <laughs> okay, so Beyonce, Beyonce, are you foreign? <laughs> I'm, I'm foraging signatures on contracts. <laughs> I haven't really had, you, I haven't had a decent meal ever since we went vegan. 
was like two years ago. Yeah, because yeah, I was writing for this hip hop website. Why else do you think we started hanging out at Seven Eleven? I mean, it's, it, we could do anything with a GoPro. I, I gotta go. <laughs> Beyonce, break. GoPro. Kevin, good bye bye. Good. Oh, Kevin, 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 do you have any questions for Beyonce? You barely got to talk oh, to Beyonce. Hey, relative, I'm glad I have your number. Oh, I'm glad you have my number. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, yeah, wait, can I talk to Kevin? Which one's get Kevin? out of here. Oh, okay. I'm going to get out of here, Beyonce. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye, guys. Wow, wow. Bye, bye, Beyonce. Wow. Man, D, everyone comes out to see you. Oh, man, it's crazy. crazy. Getting mad love in D.C. right now. In our house. Man. Um, it smelled a little funny, right? Um, I didn't want to say anything, but she smelled awful. Yeah. Like, I don't like she know. makes her own deodorant or something like that? Kind of. Does she look like... <laughs> Was that a homeless woman? <laughs> you seem to be related to her. I mean, I guess there are a lot of people just who live in Houston, which is what you mean when you say you're related to somebody, is that they... I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I, it said Beyonce in my phone. <laughs> okay. Well, Maybe. I'm oh. going to just, for, you know what, this is like the time I thought I saw Ludacris in New York. I'm just going to decide that I did uh, see Ludacris in New York and that Beyonce was on our podcast. Well, if you believe it, it'll manifest itself. Yeah, the secret. Mm-hmm. Sure. I live my life by it. <laughs> Yes, I live in your life in secrets, man. <laughs> you know, by the secret. Which it's funny because it's called the secret, but it's like very public. That's its whole thing. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see more hacky stand up like that, <laughs> any bar in Washington, D.C. while I'm there. Not an open mic happening, I'll just be yelling it to a friend. Probably. Loudly. At a bar. You know what's a great idea is for people to do stand up on the Metro platform. We like, talked about that. We did the, uh-huh. we did the on, like the busking metro. on the platform or on the train. <laughs> we did that on the train. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, it well, I mean, kind of. You know how exactly you would imagine it? Like a you bunch of people that. ignoring you. Most people ignoring us. Some people it was just too loud. That was the thing that I didn't anticipate. I mean, we, it was fun because it was just a bunch of comics running around and like people thought it. If people thought it was funny, they tried to listen. You know, what's interesting is that there was some comics up in, uh, I think it's Boston, that did and made a film about it's called I Bombed on a Train and it's a terrible name for a film. <laughs> yeah, you, you leave out one word. Yeah. Or it's like, it's like we bombed on a train and it's a bunch of comics that like hop from train to train and they do like five minute sets and then they just like basically have like a showcase on a train. It's insane. That's Matt Dundas has a video. Shout out to Matt Dundas and yeah. Kerbert and Kid Cudi. Um, Put that up. Oh yeah. Collaborate and listen. Glisten. <laughs> Glisten. Glisten. That's what's up? 2016. Get with the time. Those are the times. And these are the breaks. Happy anniversary, honey. Pack your bags, cause we're headed to the Bahamas. Oh great. The Bahamas again. Ugh. Are you tired of the same old predictable vacations? Drifting apart from your partner and need a bonding experience to last a lifetime? We'll look no further than Daring Destinations. Daring Destinations? What's that? Forget the sunscreen and the kayaks. Daring Destinations offers three thrilling packages guaranteed to satiate your loved one's lust for adventure. 
such as the daredevil. For 36 hours, you and your partner are bound and gagged in a trunk of a 1983 Oldsmobile and driven to an undisclosed location. There, you'll have a photo taken to accompany a passionately worded ransom letter addressed to your family. Our second most popular package is the classic. For 48 hours, you and your partner will be kidnapped after a traumatizing home invasion. Bound, blindfolded, and tossed into the back of a 1977 Dodge Ram Sportsman, where you will be knocked out. You will awake chained to a rusty pipe in a damp basement that's not your own. And finally, for our most thrilling package, we have the ISIS. Uh, for this one, we just give you to ISIS. After nine years, I was starting to worry that our relationship had become stagnant past the point of no return. That was until I tried the Daredevil package. Now we share a PTSD diagnosis and spend more time together than ever. Every day is a nightmare and a blessing. Thanks, Daring Destination! Daring Destination is not a recognized travel agency and are therefore required by law to verbally inform you that we are not responsible for the following. Damaged clothing, psychological trauma, physical trauma, medical bills, ransom money, airfare, and ISIS beheadings. For more information about Daring Destination, go to our website www.daringdestination.com or call us at 1-800-BE-BRAVE. That's where we insert a commercial. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Ah. Ah. That's slick. We should just keep this part. <laughs> <laughs> and now. Um, do you guys want to talk about the cocktail thing? The other things I have down. Yeah, sure. Keep talking about hip hop, cocktail, all black comedy, wine, and Neil deGrasse. As long as we at least uh, go, we don't have to go into like all black comedy, but I, I feel like it's just a funny subject just to talk about. No, because let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't really. On the subject. Okay. You were talking about this conversation that you had. Well, it was with like, okay, fine. We'll talk about it. I'll, I'll hold on to that. Yeah, that's right. But it's <laughs> a hard hitting interview show that our fucking listener expects. Two thirds okay. of us are of color. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. So I uh, can relate. You folks at home, guess which two thirds? True. Well, I didn't even ask. I should. Oh, we're jumping right back into it. I thought we were on like a commercial break or we something. No, no, we're doing it. Oh, okay. Oh, we're getting into it. We're live. Okay, so we're we talking about like uh, the uh, alcoholic drinks of some sort, like the nastiest ones. Oh, I thought we were talking about... Oh, like, just... Yeah, yeah. Alt-black alt comedy. Alt-black comedy. Okay, if fine. You, we you can do... want to talk about Well, no, no. No, not really. It was more... Not, not necessarily. It's... I can appreciate a lot of different types of comedy. I, I feel like that's what is great about it. It's very fluid. You can enjoy it one day and then think that it's really hacky the next day. A lot of people loved Dane Cook when he first came out. A lot of people resent the fact that they liked him when they came out. <laughs> Everything you like when you're young. Exactly. Uh, no one hates 2006D as much as like 2016D. I list. Well, I look. That's also at, personal. I fucking yeah. hate I mean, my old always, Facebook pictures and like kind of comments. We grew up. This is a blanket statement, but if you aren't changing, you kind of you're dead. To fall into <laughs> stagnation. No, but like there are people who like do the same thing, and that is not to say that if they want to do that, that's bad. Yeah. But I think it's. Is it not better to challenge yourself and change? Because that shows that you're directly interacting with the world. It's not about yeah. 
some people I think see life as like them versus everybody on this quest or something. And it's like, I don't really see it that way. It's like, I'm, I want to get to know people. Yeah. Um, anyway, well, yeah, to the whole effect of like, uh, being like a black comic or African American comedian in this like scene and everything, I don't know what the fuck uh, y'all want to call us. I, I like that you I changed just, both words. You're like black comic or African American comedian. You were black. Yeah, black comedians or whatever. Not as many consonants. Syllables in general. It's more consonant per syllable. Well. Uh, I remember talking to a few people about, like, what it was like to start, and I was saying that, like, I always just thought I was, like, kind of saying stories and was just trying to find punchlines, and I was just trying to write jokes. And then other people discussed with us, like, about how they started, and they said that they wanted to put people in such an awkward situation that they had only one natural reaction was to laugh. So that's where we both, like, differed from each other, but then I talked with older comedians that are black, too, and they're like, we don't really acknowledge, like, this whole alt, like, crowd. We don't really uh, buy into it. I recognize that it's funny, but uh, some of us, we just don't like it. Whereas, like, younger, like, comedians, they'll be like, we like it, but it's not really us. And then other ones are like, this is just who we are. So I feel like as long as it's just a self-expression of who you are on stage and you're not playing out to be like a character, that's good. But if you're like that, that's cool. I don't know. Like, it's kind of just a weird constant argument and conversation that I see happening with older comics and younger guys. I think that's a thing that's hard with labels. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because... Confused fuck for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what I mean. It's like, it, it really is more like sort of a spectrum of like people kind of fall in between on any of these. You can categorize comedians by a million different, you know what I mean? Yeah. Rubrics, and they're all, nobody necessarily fits every explicit definition. That's like everything. I hate that shit. People always try to just deal with music all the time. Yeah. Like, I, I love to listen to like punk rock shit. And when I say punk rock shit, I mean anything that falls in that blanket. But then when people start saying, oh, it's more like post-punk or... Like, right. Or like yeah. real... Ska punk, punk or, or like real rap or any Like any of Yeah, like, I'm listening to rap, I listen to hip-hop. I, I know there's a difference, but I'm like, you, it's, come on. But I think you're also missing the joys in life if you can't enjoy like a kind of... A thing that you acknowledge is kind of cheesy and shitty. Yeah. But brings you enjoyment. You know what I mean? That Nicky TV show or Call Me Maybe or Why would you not want to laugh? Right. Why would you want to live your life and try not to laugh at things? That's just... Yeah. Well... But if it's not funny, it's not funny. But if it's funny and you're like, "Mm, I don't want to give that any attention. What would you say? Yeah. Because when you say the alt is what I'm interested in, maybe defining a little bit more, like what what that means to you when you say that as a label on a comedian. Well, it is... Or what the difference is. Yeah, what's this? Well, like... There is, like, a traditional format of comedy that people would say is similar to, like, Seinfeld and, like... So, like Raleigh. Yeah, exactly. Dangerfield, like, so on and so forth. 
But then there are other people that go into more storytelling, then it just turns into random stuff. I once saw a comedian get on stage, say none of this matters, and make fucking throat noises for five minutes. And it was one of the funniest sets I've ever seen. And I saw an older comedian watch that, and I was like, I can't believe I got, like, this guy has stage time. And he's furious about it. And I was like, I don't get why he can't just enjoy the moment. Like, there was a reason why he was doing it. It was because he didn't have anything that he felt was worthy of, like, trying out at this place. So he figured, screw all my other stuff stuff, I want to go completely off the walls and off the rails. Well, and also, it's like the it's, same kind of difference between the person who grows up playing music, like I learned how yeah. to play guitar, and then you got someone over here that's like a DJ, Yeah. and they just sit behind a computer and press like buttons, yeah, well, but and it, they don't get it, because they're like, that's just a bunch of buttons and lights and stuff, what right. is that? You don't know how to play a real instrument, this is how you really do it. So they have their mindset. <laughs> and these kids are like, that shit's played out, son. I'm going to sit here and make throat noises. <laughs> yeah, but that's also the difference with punk. I mean, that was the thing. was It was a performance that extended beyond the music. Yeah. Well, so, the same yeah, stuff. like, you know, if Sam Cooke saw a Sex Pistols show, he'd probably be like, these guys can't play their instruments very well. <laughs> he seemed like a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, but... You know what I mean? Like, it's not the same, but that doesn't mean it's not good. And and I also would say I can be very critical of things in terms of, like, I like to analyze them by listening to music or something. And especially stuff I disagree with because I kind of want to be like, oh, and with comedy, I guess, I would guess that we are all pickier because we do comedy. Yeah. Take it apart a little little bit more. Um, Oh, yeah, we're a little analytical about it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but... No, it's I, important if you're a comedian, I think. Yeah. yeah. Self-awareness is important yeah. to improving your... You can recognize you a good joke for being a good joke, then just be honest about it. Just like, hey, that was good. Don't have any... Well, and, and you, don't need yeah. to, you don't need to replicate everything. Oh, sometimes... I never get up and do throat noises for five minutes <laughs> and get any laughs. In two minutes, they would call an ambulance. And like, I think this... <laughs> Jewish kids He's having dying. a seizure right now. <laughs> it's something serious. He's really pasty, so he, don't even bother coming. We'll just bury him. Yeah. Um, we, it was just such an unusual thing just to see that people have, like, kind of blinders about, like, these different views about comedy and, like, performance and that sort of self-expression. And I was kind of confused about it. And it definitely is a little bit more prominent in, like, black comedy, black culture about... Like stand-up comedy, the idea of like someone doing certain types of jokes, and then people will be like, "Yeah, that's a black comedian," and then other people would do similar jokes but without certain things, and they'd be like, "Oh, that's just a comedian," and then a guy that's going completely off the rails, and be like, "That motherfucker is high on crack." <laughs> like, it kind of doesn't make sense. I feel like all three of those people could just be as funny as each other. Yeah. Right. But, but, but like, everyone wants to, like, put them in a box and label them. People gotta just stop doing that and enjoy themselves. Exactly. Especially because it's, like, there are different things that you get out of comedy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, being funny is and should be, like, the most important part. Yeah. Um, But that's also, like, when there are some jokes that don't work with an audience and work better with comedians. You know what I mean? There are comics that, that happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, and that's but that's you know when that happens, I feel like it's similar to what you're saying. Like the wrong lesson to take is like to not write 
a certain type of joke. Yeah. Because anything you try to force yourself to do won't be authentic and mm-hmm. just as important as your jokes. And I'm a big proponent of really like writing and I overwrite my jokes, I think, a lot. And then when I'm performing them, I'm able to like scale it back, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> hopefully being the operative word. It's true. But, um, so I, I don't know, but you know, you, you have to really believe in or trick yourself into believing what you're saying to sell it, I think. Yeah. It has to be undeniably funny. Yeah. Something always keeps Someone told me that. I watched this dude crush. Dude, Adam pa- Adam Posse is a Portland guy. He came out to Hawaii once. That's the only comedy show I ever tried to throw. <laughs> and, like, no one came out. And he ended the show, and he did, like, 45 minutes and just crushed the whole thing. I was like, how is this guy just not on the top of the world? And I was talking to him, and it's like, whatever you write, it just has to be undeniably funny. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought about that. Like, yeah, if it's, if I don't think it's fucking funny, why the hell am I gonna try to force that on somebody? Right. Or you uh-huh. force someone to well, enjoy your shit. Yeah. I, and also because. Well, go ahead. You're gonna say something. No, I, I was actually going to divert the conversation into, like, oh, how... Oh, away. Oh, do you ever find yourself, like, thinking about something that's funny and you get weird around other people because you have to write it down or you have to, like, keep saying it out loud, almost murmuring to yourself? Uh, like all the time. I feel like I look like a crazy person when I do that. I will say something to somebody or like at work I'll like g-chat something to somebody and then I'll be like oh fuck that's too good I shouldn't have told them <laughs> no, it's not like they're gonna be like hey I wasted it on you yeah, yeah, but, 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 I, but I'm always like oh cause I'm so hungry for those ideas you know what I mean when I have like the beginning of an idea for instance well I don't know if we're gonna talk about this but I did a joke last night that I was talking oh, about yeah. this like bit that I just wrote uh, and it was about gun control and how the basic idea is just that gun control I think we should have gun control I'm a liberal but we need to acknowledge that like it's not working we're not getting what we want so we just need to compromise and there's no restrictions on guns but all guns are made by dildo manufacturers to look like giant cocks and so all these hillbillies that want giant guns are going to have to carry around a two foot veiny dick and go up to their friend and be like hey brother check out the sweet action on my piece you know? <laughs> I, just, that was, I don't it's like it's jamming. Jiggle the balls yeah, for God's sake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be white they tracers. White tracers, yeah. <laughs> Little tails. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the tails hang out of the <laughs> <laughs> I got shot by this cum bullet. God. <laughs> shot totally by his face, Jim. Totally changes changes the perspective on what a like cum shot is and what a load yeah. is. <laughs> oh, that would be, be so funny. Was, was that a cum shot? No, it was a load. What? Oh, so grenade. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that, oh, the porn industry. <laughs> <laughs> the cum shot. Oh my god, this is awful. <laughs> Fifty shades of death. I love. I love. Oh, I love the war widow. The army sends the guy with a telegram to her house, and she's like, just. Just tell me how he died. Like, well, man, he caught a cum shot. In the <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing left. <laughs> there was nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, man, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but down at the base, we've been calling him cum. No, <laughs> oh, oh, God, that's man. great. Uh, if my mom or dad ever listened, I'm so sorry. 
for just a host of things, but also for that. No, I feel like you're on to something with that joke. No, I, think that, I think that idea is funny. But that was like when I had that idea, I was literally in the shower and I was like Get. panicking. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. And I was like, just remember. And then I was, as I like, with the towel around me, ran to my room, was like, gun control dildo. Gun control dildo. Gun control dildo. <laughs> and I was like, if any of my roommates walk by, they're just going to be like, oh, he's about to Google some weird shit. Yeah, sometimes I have to like say my jokes by myself, like in my room. And my room's right next to our front door, so when I would get home before anyone else would, people would hear me, like, talking to myself <laughs> loud, and then repeating it over and over again, trying to do it more with, animated. With different inflection. Exactly. Yeah. And they would be like... And that's why I shit on the... So you want to tell us about, uh... <laughs> Uh, they're like, so you want to tell us about uh, this joke that you got? And I was like, no, nah, it's not ready yet. They're like, we we know. In the sitcom of your life, you would be working on a bit about roommates. And just over and over as your roommates would literally be like, oh, I hate my roommates. They're such pieces of shit. No, I hate my roommates because they're all garbage monsters. Oh, I did write a joke about one of my roommates, and it was about, like, how we got him off of Craigslist. And I wrote that joke, and I told him, and it was by far the most awkward I've ever... Like, it was more awkward interviewing him than telling him that I wrote a joke about the fact that I had to interview him to move in with me. And it was fucking hilarious just because he was just like, look, man, like, I'm cool to throw down a couple grand to move in here, but don't be saying shit, like, on the stage about me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry, I've already said it <laughs> a it's few out. times. It's and it's killing <laughs> actually doing well. So I'm going to keep saying it for the next several months until I get bored. Ah, oh, man. Good times. I hope he's doing okay. Shout out to you, Hector. Right, shout out to Hector. Hector. Shout out to Matt Dundas. Shout out to Kid Cuddy and shout out to Frank Herbert. Those there we go. Four shout outs. There we go. Bless. R.I.P. I was walking down the street <laughs> oh, Frank Herbert's earlier yeah. and I had a joke idea come to my head that made me giggle on the sidewalk. Oh, that's a good feeling. I was feeling. Like totally to myself, and it's such a stupid joke. Like, <laughs> I, and, and I probably don't know if I'll ever do it, so I'll tell you now. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it was about, like, uh, I never got to meet my grandmother. She had Alzheimer's at the time I was born, so my mother had to put her in a home. And I would always ask my mom, like, hey, can we go visit grandma? My mother said, no. And I said, but why? And she said, I can't go to that house. I'm allergic to nuts. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good and so dumb. <laughs> that is, the, my favorite thing about that is the really long build-up. <laughs> to the nuts joke. It's like, it's like, I was like, I was like, oh, it's like shit, this is a like, dark as fuck. Not that it isn't dark. <laughs> it's a peanut allergy joke. Yeah. If, it, if it was like a movie, the mom would wink at the end and be like, "You know what?" I was walking down the sidewalk. What mom would tell their kid? I'm allergic to nuts. Anyway, we're not seeing grandma. I feel like if, if Max like figured out this joke, he would just be saying like, "Alzheimer's, peanut allergy, Alzheimer's, peanut allergy." No, no, it, would be, it would be more like. Um, Dying grandma, shitty mom. Dying grandma, <laughs> shitty mom. <laughs>
Oh, man. This is my favorite Lifetime movie. That's brilliant. Do you, Great. Uh, do your uh, parents drink? Uh, yeah. Oh, my parents don't. Do yours? My mom, not so much. My dad's big in the Patron. Oh, okay. <laughs> my parents don't drink at all. It's always weird because they, they, like, know when I've been, like, on a bender. And then they're like, you seem a little off. You seem a little thin. And I was like, well, I drank, like, a... 40 ounce and like a shot of tequila and a shot. Basically, I drank everything. And they're just like, I'm worried about you. Uh, <laughs> you can't tell your parents how much you drink. Oh, no. I like scaring it. I don't want to tell them that it's actually really fun. Like, I don't <laughs> want to tell them that. No, but it's really good. <laughs> I'm happy? Yeah. I danced last night. I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> what kind of 40 you drink? Ooh, oh. I have an answer. Uh, most, most recent 40, I actually... 40 choice. If, yeah, if I was like, hey, I'm going to the store for 40s. You know, I'm going like to the 40s store, they have unlimited 40s. Well, they have 40, 40 different kinds. 40 different types of 40s. I mean, of, oh, what are we talking, like malt yeah, liquor? 40 ounce. A 40 ounce. If it comes in a 40 ounce bottle. Uh, if it comes in a 40 ounce bottle, I'll go with like... ECE, Old English 800, because that's my brand, drink it in a bottle of 40 ounce or a can. True. Church. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm not really drinking 40s on a regular, but I used to get, like, 40s of, like, Miller Lite and Hurricane in college, like, all the time. Yeah. Like, Hurricane, when it was a big snort. Miller Lite, Bud Light, Hurricanes. Like, I gotta go, too. What? Cold 45. That's mine. Really? It's cold, yeah. For years. It was steel reserved for me when I was younger. For years. Cold 45 has had this thing where it's like you could... Cold 45. Cold Fotis 45. <laughs> cold Cold Fotis? And all those other guys. Um, where you would you could meet and hang out with Billy D. Williams. That sounds amazing. And Lando so, Calrissian? What yes, the fuck? Lando Calrissian. Yes. <laughs> the erstwhile Lando Calrissian. <laughs> It would start at, it was like a joke thing when I was like the first 40 I remember buying being like oh shit Colt 45 oh you could meet Billy D. Williams so I was like cool well, I want to meet him and then every time I was like well I do want to meet him <laughs> so since we've already had Beyonce on this podcast let's get uh, Billy D. eventually uh, you looking at me? Like, no no he is not from Houston so I'm not worried about it okay hey no. D you related to Billy D. No, not at all. Wait. But man, it would be dope. Oh, I thought D was a family name. Yeah. <laughs> it's a family name? No. Yeah, yeah. Billy D. Billy D. Williams D. would be dope. Eh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was named after him. I mean, my parents were fans of Star Wars and still reserve. Not the alcohol, the actual name of the actual. Oh, or just like the strategic reserve of steel. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm sorry. Cold 45, I, not I steel reserve. Two, which is. Uh, Miller High Life because I like to live the high life I liked high life in college there is also like a fucking bunch of weird random super cheap beers that we had in college like where'd you go to college? I went to school at Penn State for like a year and then I transferred to another place called Mount Aloysius College oh did you run into that weird guy who, who oh yeah you know about fucking Peabody? Fuck yeah, I ran yeah. into him. That's fucking crazy. You got him molested the kids? Yes. You ran into that guy? He was just like, yo, man, what the fuck are you doing here? And I was like, we are at a bar? What is wrong with you, Peabody? Really? Yeah. Ah, he touched you. <laughs> <laughs> and I met him when I was like, mm, 22. No, he didn't man. touch me. 
How old are you now? Yeah, I'm 28. 28. So six years ago. Yeah. Ooh, wow, you're really good, good at math. I'm a math guy. I numbers good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you numbers. Hmm. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> um, where's my wife fiance? It's me, Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa! I'm looking for my wife fiance. Over here, right. Dwayne Johnson, over there. Step right. Step right. <laughs> All right, I gotta go find my wife fiance. Hey, here's here's the the hat that you left. Thanks. Go check out the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Because <laughs> you don't own part of the Brooklyn Nets anymore. You sold your stake to become a basketball agent. Yeah, whatever that might be true. I don't know what I do anymore. I'm just looking for my wife. <laughs> never release another album? I say that all the time, but you never know what to do. No, but like Magna Carta was sad. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> all right, gotta find my wife. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Bye, Jay Z. Wow. wow. Kevin, you didn't get to ask Jay Z a question. Nah, man, he was sitting on my lap and was like, this nigga got to get the fuck out of here. Wait a second. How many knuckles deep did you get? Oh, he ain't into that. Easy stuff, man. Uh, well, Easy true. Season's approaching. What is his new CD going to be called? Oops. Swish? No, Waves now. Oh, now it's going to be Waves. Swish. Now it's Waves. Oh, it's really going to be called Waves. Tomorrow, it's going to be... Hanko breadcrumbs. <laughs> the day after that, it's gonna be Kanye West album by Kanye West. What, like Kanye West album by like Hummus Sabra, like Hummus Sabra or something? Is really hummus. <laughs> True. If you hate Jews, don't eat Sabra. That's their motto. Didn't I notice that. I have a, a turnaround. Were you looking for it? No. You're like, oh, I better be able to eat this if I hate Jews. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that, but it's good to know. <laughs> Kanye's gonna have a turnaround called Going East. <laughs> <laughs> he already is a governor north. I hope that she releases an an album called North, so that the album is called North by Northwest. Oh, and then every time you Google that movie, which by the way, fucking great movie, North North by Northwest. Mm. It's a like an Alfred Hitchcock thriller. It's an old timey movie. It's dope. Totally hey. over my head. Speaking of Hitchcock, let's talk about some cocktails. Oh, that segue, though. Wow. Okay. That's why we pay him the big bucks. I got the big chickens. Come on, cluck. Just pay me chickens. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so it was gross cocktails, right? Gross cocktails. Okay, so Kevin's got a whole... Disorder. Yeah, so here's dysentery tissue. Dis- dysentery Gary Harry Friendship <laughs> Sticks. <laughs> Your sponsor for this segment. Oh, okay. Cocktail Trail. <laughs> Continue with this. Alright, so segment. here's the cocktail I made yesterday. It was really gross, right? I got <laughs> orange juice, put it in a cup. And I also put uh, coconut milk in there. And then I put cinnamon tequila in it. And it wasn't that good. No, it sounds chunky. No, it was chunk. I think your mistake was mixing the two mixers. You got to with one or the other. I've done both. Go for a milky cinnamon. Like an orange shot, yeah. And I've done that. I've done the. I mean, but if you're gonna do orange juice and like tequila, I mean, that's basically a tequila sunrise. Exactly what that is. Well, it takes out of like all that uh, grenadine, so that makes sense. 
That's what sugar. Yeah. Better on that waistline. Yeah. Hey, you're lying. Yeah. So that's the thing I did. I, I don't recommend it. Yeah, I've had some shitty, shitty fucking drinks in the past. Uh, one of the worst. I, I don't get why people like this, but I tried it, and I think it's absolutely disgusting. It's called a pickleback. Oh yeah. It it, it is so nasty. It doesn't. It tastes like a condiment. I was like, this is gross. Why would you want this in your life? And they're like, oh well, I love pickles. And I was like, then eat a fucking pickle. You don't need to, like, have whiskey with that. That's disgusting. I, you, did, you didn't try it? Oh, no, I did. It was it gross. Was gross so yeah. I kind of Vomited right on the back. spot. Yeah. I kind of like a pickleback. Oh. What do you think about his cousin Nickelback? <laughs> pickleback greater than Nickelback is yeah. a t-shirt that I will make. Did we promise some other t-shirts? We're going to have a lot of t-shirts, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. What up? Oh, shit. Um, pickleback better than Nickelback. Crack? Get it. Crack is worse than Nickelback, I'm gonna say. Think so? I don't know. Mm. I think it's brightened a lot more people's day than Nickelback ever has. I think you're underrating the number of scumbags that there are in the world. What would you do if you call a Nickelback? That's just me. Here's a question: What would happen if you met like Chad Kroger and like Nickelback? Oh shit. Okay. It, like, Where am I meeting them? In okay. Kroger's? Because I'm crazy the fuck out. <laughs> and he'd be like, like oh. no fucking way. What are you doing here? He's at the door and he's like, hi, welcome to Chad's Kroger. That's what he says to everybody who walks in the door. Married Admiral, by the chain of Kroger. <laughs> That's how you ease into retirement after I'm the Rockstar life. <laughs> I'm just trying to be lay low. Come down to my Kroger's. Yeah, um, Met Chad Kroger, go on. Okay, now you meet him in a neutral site. Let's say like a random McDonald's. Say the DMZ. Oh, yeah. Is between <laughs> South and North Korea. Yes, the demilitarized zone. Let's go over there. So you can't get away quickly. Yeah, so you. I just happen to be there, and he's like. And oh, he's there, and oh, shit. he's going to come. No, she is okay. not. He's going to come up to you and ask you something, something very stupid, like, uh, what time is it? Well, how do I get to a place? Uh-huh. You know that you're going to have to be invested into a 10-minute conversation with this guy. Okay. What do you say? I say, well, what questions is he asking? He's asking, Any like... Questions. Shoot me. Okay, Chad I'll be... Chad Kruger ch- asks you the best way to get to... The Capitol building. In the middle of Arlington, Virginia. Whoa, whoa. And we're in the DMZ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spiritually, right? Exactly. Okay. And there's landmines everywhere. Yep. You can't leave. And I'm telling them how to get to the Capitol building in Arlington, Virginia. Yep. All right. I'd say, Mr. Kroger, um... This is weird meeting you here. <laughs> um, I'm not really good. Well, I guess this is technically north because it looks a little, little more dangerous than back over this way. <laughs> so, Virginia is due west, east. I don't really know. There's a landmine over there. Want to take two steps to the right? <laughs> On to the landmine? 
You know I don't have any yet. Oh, oh so yeah. your initial reaction is to murder Chad Kroger. I didn't pull the trigger. My so this is like self-assisted suicide? You went to the wrong right. <laughs> oh, I mean, his right, not my right. Oh, man, that gives me a great idea for a rapper's name. Midright? Ghetto Kevorkian. <laughs> That's a dope rapper's name. Huh. What's his hit track? Um... Putting them to sleep, parentheses, debt, pussy, feature in the future. <laughs> That's my proposed trip. Yeah. You think they're going to like record future in the back part of a strip club, just like eating some coochie and just like auto-tune the sound for one of his tracks? <laughs> Wait, I thought that's what his music already was. That's what it sounds yeah, like. But did they actually do that track yet? Yes. Oh, man. 100%. I mean, at least for a mixtape, I mean. Oh, <laughs> um, no, wait, I have one more gross cocktail, and it's gross in its simplicity to me. When I turned 21, my dad gave me a book that was like the old man's guide to man drinks, you know, like mm-hmm. a, a dad 21st birthday gift. Um, and it has a bunch of drinks that I made that are good, but one of them in there is called gin and milk, and the ingredients are gin and milk. That sounds terrible. I can't imagine drinking that. And it sounds like a note where it's like, good in the morning, and I'm like, you have a problem. <laughs> if you're like, I need calcium and that sweet, sweet booze. Ugh, that sounds gross. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a problem. Speaking of like booze drinks, uh, did you hear that there's actually this really like interesting argument between two different factions of people that enjoy well women really that enjoy jello shots like the argument hey, is okay first of all it's 2016 d yeah everybody enjoys jello shots agreed now supreme court ruled and jello shots versus bumming at the party all right fair enough all americans have an inalienable right to jello shots. shots well here's the question then uh-huh. when you have a jello shot Go on. it's going to be stuck in that little plastic cup and everything Perfect. how do you oh, loosen okay. up the jello shot do you can use I, a finger or oh, do you use your can tongue I, can i can i can i answer yeah uh, you get your finger in there like your amber rose inside kanye west <laughs> <laughs> so okay, you're in the tongue camp, like you, yeah. oh tongue, like all day, right? I got one knuckle in the one knuckle deep in the actual cup camp. All right, I, I respect this the tongue camp. It's well, not. why one rather than the other? Like I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, go. No, you go. No, you go. No, 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 please. No, 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 no please. All right. I don't want. No, 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 please. After me. Okay. No, 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 you're right after. Me. <laughs> huh? You go. Okay. You sure? Well, what did you just say? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, well. <laughs> it's like a weird game of chicken between you all and everything. He's trying to talk. I always have to wash my hands. That's my whole point. I just put the cup in your mouth, eat it up, and that's it. Okay. What I'm thinking is that it's, it's more like a shot. I want to take it like a shot and have the whole... Thing at once because it's not so, like a meal or anything to you. Uh, oh no, it is a meal. Okay. And I need every last calorie. I wake up in the morning, jello, three or four jello shots for breakfast. Um, no, but I want to loosen it so I can shoot it back. And I don't mm-hmm. mind having a little schmutz from a jello thing on my finger because you can just. 
That's the exact same. You shake a person's hand after that? I know. Pop it into somebody's asshole. Uh, are you ever <laughs> No. I brought this same question up to two, like four or five different people, probably. Two, at four, five. <laughs> two, four, five people. people. It's a natural escalation. Three. <laughs> <laughs> one, three. Can't just bring it up to one person. Can't just bring it up to one person. You got a good point. Eight, eight to ten people total, so two, four or five people. Two, four or five people. Oh, man. All right. I got you. <laughs> right. Suddenly you're back. <laughs> yeah. I got it. Thank you very much. Okay, so it's around like four or five people, and I brought this same question up to them. Their entire group of people, very divided, very aggressive about their decision. They started like heckling each other. They're like, why would you just stick your tongue in? And then the other person is like, well, why would you just put your finger in? And then it turned into like a devolving conversation about oral sex versus right, like right. like fingering like it turned weird and i realized those are the people that decide one or the other you are either oh. <laughs> yes you would much rather second base you would much rather third base kevin titty this third. is how so this is how you host parties you bring a bunch of jerks <laughs> 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 It's not that's maybe true for guys. Although I don't know. Because I don't because I'm not trying to man, this is getting real gross. I'm gonna have to apologize to my parents like ten times. Yeah, probably trying to shoot back ladies. No, that's the thing. I mean the the shot taking itself doesn't really matter. I'm not trying to to tongue fuck my drink. Nah. I don't know what to say. Do you ever eat the snack pack puddings? Do yeah. you use your fingers if you don't yeah, have there a spoon? Was no spoon around. Did you still eat them or do you wait for a spoon? No, I, I still eat them, but I open them up because you can like like so squeeze them all in. Yeah, but you didn't tongue the rest. You just threw it out. I'm not on trial here. I don't. <laughs> naturally stuck to the sides and you could say as I think you're scheming already to say well what about when you get those little jello cups and the answer is you could knock them out of the jello cup and get the entire thing and pop that in your mouth well, well so where would you that? put it though like do you huh? put it like right into your huh? hand right into a lady's vagina <laughs> okay okay lunch was weird for me in second through every grade you were popping Jello shots in <laughs> second grade. <laughs> yeah, in the second grade. I was an early developing pervert. <laughs> no, how did you get the booze? <laughs> like you wouldn't know called, how to make Jello at that young of an age. Parents. Uh, <laughs> the name of Kevin's band. Shout out, shout out to Chill Parents and somebody I forgot and uh, oh, Cole Photos and uh, Hector, Hector and Matt Dundas and Kid Cuddy and Frank Herbert. There we go. Full list of shoutouts. Cool. That hawk just flew by and said cool. Oh, boy. 
What else was on the uh, docket of conversation? Uh, well, we we are just an hour now. We could do wine or Neil deGrasse Tyson. No, let's fucking talk about Neil deGrasse Tyson. First off, that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, so that, okay. Oh, we so, got the Cuddy thing or not Cuddy? The Bob thing. I said Bob has a point. No. <laughs> <laughs> Chance. I mean, there's an argument like we're going. Cut all this out. It's gonna end when I'm because he comments as being God. Okay. But yeah, you really could in post and everything. We'll do it live. No, we're not. No, so, we're not. But we're here with D. Ahmed, who said that Hitler had a lot of good ideas. What was that, D? This is very awkward. <laughs> I do yes, not at all. I'm surprised. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Don't don't agree with this. This is very weird. I hope your microphones are picking this up too, because otherwise this is gonna be weird. I've got some things to say about the lesser No, okay. 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 Neil deGrasse Tyson. I gotta say. The guy responded in probably the best way that I could have imagined him responding. It the thing is when people like do these sort of like outlandish over the top like the world is flat my name is BOB. I think it's just some marketing campaign that he's trying to put out before like a fucking mixtape's about to drop. He's just trying to get his name I recognized. Thought about this that was similar. But was that I think and like do you see like Tila what's her name Tila Tequila yeah she's like crazy now and it's like always putting stuff oh yeah so I think Illuminati they, and yeah, stuff I think they individually have gone crazy because Bob also is a Holocaust denier he's like no that didn't happen what like, oh yeah 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 uh, <laughs> holy man, shit I did not know that which is funny <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> like the Holocaust but uh, oh my god I think that this. I think it's that they are so unhinged and out there, but they're surrounded by people who are yes men and whatnot. Them. Not even yes men, but like their agent is like, oh shit, if I let this crazy guy go on this rant, it will generate. So I think people are thinking that way around them, but they are legitimately like losing it, or to some extent, maybe Bob is like super high all the time. I'm gonna guess. And is like, yo, what if the earth is flat? And then his business manager is like, you should tweet that. You should <laughs> say You know that. what I mean? <laughs> like, I think that's kind of, that's my guess this time. Because what does he look like? What does a business manager look like? What, B.O.B.'s business yeah. manager? What does that shady guy sitting next to him telling him? I don't know, but man, that is a whole different level of crazy that I didn't know. Corporate suit, I guess. He looks like Agent Smith from The Matrix. Another one takes his place. Yeah. What sucks is like when Bob like really started like getting big, or not even getting big when he was first like coming out in, I think it was like S. XXL's like uh, freshman class. Okay. That's when I first like kind of was introduced to him, and I thought he was brilliant. I thought he was really great, awesome lyricist, and I listened to a bunch of his mixtapes. What sucks is now he's kind of devolved into this moronical character. You know, he yeah. got away with saying nothing on you on the radio. <laughs> this came up in last week's episode. What? Bruno Mars song, "Beautiful Girl." Yeah. <laughs> That's how he knows the Illuminati is real because they let him do that. 
Maybe. And that's what opened him up. Oh my god. And his business manager was like, you should tweet that. <laughs> you should tweet that. But that's where I think we're moving pop culturally. It was similar to what we were talking about before with Kanye's rant is just doing something gets gets you a certain amount of appeal because all of these outlets now exist that have to report, right? BuzzFeed every day has to be like... BuzzFeed, Daily Bees, Huffington Post, yeah, Business Insider, like, Mash, Russell, and so It's going down today. Yeah. And if you can be the crazy, what I'm saying is... Meek Mill. The world is flat. <laughs> no, I, I think it's fucking crazy. I mean, yeah, the world is flat, though, like, for real. Shout out Thomas Friedman. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, I just think it's kind of when people like do these like outlandish things that completely go against like common sense and just common sense. Like it really doesn't have to go further than yeah, that. Like, what if POV is like, you know what? Fuck me with the grass. I'm sailing to the edge. Of the world. <laughs> oh my god! I'm recording my next <laughs> Wait, how is that not the response? <laughs> Here's Do you think you... Hold on, hold on. Every television network tune the fuck in. Neil deGrasse Tyson, B.O.B., me, Kevin Titty, and Diamed on a boat. Reality show, Big Brother style, we have to stay on the boat, sailing to the edge of the world. And we have to go around the world until B.O.B.'s like, yeah, you're right. It's what <laughs> is B.O.B. gonna be <laughs> is B.O.B. gonna be like yo I, I saw that movie it's called like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End that shit's gonna turn into a waterfall at one point <laughs> or would you be like I saw that movie do you think it's gonna meet Johnny Depp <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna call the show Four Black Guys and Max <laughs> Four Black Dudes and Max and it's very, it's like in the openings, like an 80s sitcom. It's like, we're all dancing. I'm like, oh no, this is wacky. Five dudes on a boat. And I'm black, one is Four black, one is Max. Four black, one is Max. Four black, one is Max. Could that be your theme song to the show? That sounds amazing. So. We will not do another episode of this podcast because we got packed for our ocean journey with Neil deGrasse Tyson and B.O.B. That sounds like and, a great oh, time. I, I imagine around sweeps, things are going to get heated on that boat. It's oh, like, yeah. Oh, Big time. Those. Who do you think would be the captain of that boat? I'm the captain no, now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, if you haven't met D or don't know what he looks like, he was a star to opposite Tom Hanks and... Yeah, it was called Captain Phillips. Yeah, boy, better teeth. It was a lot of prosthetics, a lot of haircuts that had to go into making that seven foot forehead. Uh, yeah, good times. Good times. Only like six and a half max. I mean, yeah, the it camera adds like six inches added to that. I mean, you like took so a stick. <laughs> That would have been hilarious. <laughs> but like, and then someone's like, established dominance. <laughs> established dominance. <laughs> it like all the background music got like, what it would sound like. Just <laughs> peeing on the floor. Just <laughs> dick hit the butt. <laughs> the thud. <laughs> I would be kept down. 
And then oh, the guy two levels below is crushed. <laughs> you see him just <laughs> This is my anchor. <laughs> wow. Yeah, good times. Good times. Yeah, that just yeah. So we're all in a boat. Yep. D is the captain. Dude. Yeah. I mean, given my material that I basically started comedy with, I kind of have to say that. <laughs> oh, it's funny because you mean like when you started comedy, but your inflection was like, when I started this oh, comedy thing, when this comedy thing came when this off, comedy boat came by, <laughs> I was the captain. And I shanghaied the captain. fuck out of that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good times. Uh, thank you guys very much. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. Are we still going, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Well, do you have anything you want to plug? Are you doing a show anytime soon? Uh, doing Bare Naked Comedy show that's going to be happening that's tomorrow. Oh, I doubt anybody's going to hear this by then. Okay. Uh, next week. <laughs> next week, I'll be doing a warm-up for You, Me, Them, Everybody. I've actually written nice. an article for them, uh, Brightest Young Things. I, I had like an audio recording of when I was on their podcast. It's pretty fun. You should go check it out. It's at the Wonderland Ballroom. Starts at about seven o'clock on a week from a Friday, which is like February fourth, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not hundred percent sure. But I have a Twitter. It's called February fifth, probably. Oh, well, I'm glad. I stepped on your plugs. What's oh, your Twitter? Oh, uh, Twitter is uh, D was joking. I just came up with that, and I, I think it actually works. Is it just a, a solid D? Yeah, just D-E-E was joking. D-E-E. And if you aren't getting enough D in your life, if you're one of those Canadian families that uh, needs a whole host of D. I was going to talk about that. My mom was like, <laughs> oh, good. Day. My mom was like, hey, I had it. the doctor gave me these vitamin D things. said I wasn't getting enough sunlight. I needed more D. <laughs> <laughs> like doctor, her doctor kept telling her, oh, you need more D. The doctor's in there telling my mom she needs more D. Well, that's man. weird, man. I mean, it's right there did and she, everything. Did she say that she had boobies? Because if so, <laughs> you should not trust her. <laughs> uh, but he, he did. He's the best. The best. He's the best cosmetic cosmetic <laughs> in the world. Snapchatting a little bit. Actually, I'm going to come to that on Saturday. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. Saturday. It's like the most important. I just want to see if Justin... Yeah, it's Saturday. Just want to see if Justin Brown's going to freak out about a backpack again. That video is hilarious. That video is hilarious. (laughs) Where's my backpack? (laughs) Yeah, that went on for a solid 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, and I'm just going to plug Black Whiskey on Tuesday. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. at Black Whiskey. Doing comedy. Mm-hmm. Chris Wynn, our guest last week. Yeah. Last week, yeah. the guest from upstairs, the guest with the mess. You know that band mess? You ever heard of that band mess? No. no. Band mess, pop punk band mess. The singer killed the guy. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. And on that yes. note. Yeah, <laughs> a band you never heard of murdered somebody. Yeah, they suck. That is crazy. This has been 
Perfect.